Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I am your host, Scotty Waz. How are you doing? Have you been able to catch up from what you saw this past weekend? It's a heck of a show out there in Blaine, Minnesota, as the NAHL goes out there for their annual uh, showcase. All the teams are out there. Some teams play the U.S. development team. Some teams play other divisions. Most of the teams play other divisions. That's what the Black Bears did. They played other divisions. Uh, four games in four days, so the Black Bears having to put their uh, conditioning to work very, very early. And uh, they started off the week against the Odessa Jackalopes in uh, the first game on Wednesday. And things got started pretty well for Maryland to begin with as uh, Kareem El-Bashir. He gets his uh, first goal of the season on a great zone entry play uh, off a pass from Benjamin Toaster. And uh, puts it home, just wires one right into the uh, into the net. Past former Maine Nordiques goaltender Cal DePape. Black Bears up one to nothing. Uh, Toaster and Keaton Lipset with the assist on that. All ones across the board for that. But the Jackalopes they were able to uh, tie the game minutes later on this one as Brendan Padilla fires one through a huge amount of screens, and that gets, gets passed, unfortunately. Mason Joseph ties the game up at one. Odessa really got things going. Their offense a little bit stymied at the beginning with it. Maryland was really putting the pressure on DePape and the offensive zone. However, the Odessa Jackalopes would get up uh, two minutes and three seconds past that Padilla goal as uh, Michael Kadlicic fired one home make it 2-1 to one in the middle of the first. Maryland was able to turn their fortunes around. They were able to change things up, get back to what they had in the first part of the frame, but they were not unable to get by DePape in the first 20 minutes, so the Black Bears are down after 1-1. Two to one. Then Odessa, quick on, the, uh, quick on the draw here, gets up two goals, 340 into the second period with Cameron Dunn firing his home, his first after getting the loose puck in front and tucking it away, it's 3-1. to one. But Maryland was able to draw some power plays, especially in that second period, and they were able to cash in as Thomas Toff uh, with a, a great shot on the power play, just ripping one home. His second of the year, Devin Nabosny with his first assist, and Kareem El-Bashir with his third assist. Black Bears to within one. Black Bears would try to keep the pressure going. Uh, they would do their best in the offensive zone, but they had a little trouble getting out of the zone uh, in some portions of it. But Mason Joseph was huge on some saves that he made in that second period, keeping the Black Bears to within one, including a post-to-post -post chance with a nice little glove save into that one. So Black Bears continue to uh, be one goal behind, but it wasn't far from that as uh, Adam Shankula finally breaks through on the goal side of things as he ties the game up. Just a snapshot to the back of the net, 440 remaining in the frame. That tied things up, and then a minute 25 later, Shankula wins a board battle in the corner. He finds Jeremy Tremblay out in front of the net, forehand, backhand, goal light. And the Black Bears up 4-3 to three as they end the second frame. In the third period, uh, Mason Joseph tested a lot, but he was able to be equal to the task, keeping the pucks out of the net, keeping the Black Bears' lead alive. Odessa would clog up the neutral zones a lot. They would uh, not really let Maryland get their offense going as they could see the wheels churning. Things are happening. But with six minutes remaining, Maryland finally getting uh, a breakthrough as uh, Tremblay again on a three-on-two rush. Great transitional play in the neutral zone. 
Uh, he was able to uh, get a feed from Kareem El-Bashir. Uh, and then there you go. Springsome puts it home for his third of the year. El-Bashir's fifth assist. Keaton Lipset with his uh, with his second assist of the year. Black Bears up 5-1. to one. And then to, to not to be outdone with a minute, a minute 36 later, uh, Peyton Miller able to uh, finish it up with a, a great little play on the rebound off a Luke Rubin shot. Puts it home, makes it 6-3. to three. Five unanswered goals. Pretty much uh, the same thing they did on Saturday night against Johnstown. Black Bears get the win 6-3. to three. Peyton Miller's first of the year. Jesse Horacek's second assist. And uh, Luke Rubin getting an assist his first as well. Black Bears win this one 6-3. to three. Mason Joseph with a, uh, a great, great game, even though they have Colin Ronan as the goalie of record on NAHL, whatever. Uh, 26 saves for Joseph in the victory. Thursday night, the Black Bears then took on, well, Thursday afternoon, rather, they took on the Fairbanks Ice Dogs, and uh, with, along with the Odessa Jackalopes, those two teams uh, have faced the Black Bears before in previous showcases. Both times the Black Bears have come up just a wee bit short. So a revenge tour on Wednesday and a revenge tour on Thursday as the Black Bears really using the momentum of that five-goal unanswered streak on Wednesday to carry them into uh, into the first period. However, a little rough stuff going on early, a checking from behind penalty in the early going, put him down a man, but much like last year, the penalty kill is deadly offensively. They continue that trend with uh, Jeremy Tremblay with another goal, his fourth of the year, a great pass from Kareem El-Bashir. Those two have really had a lot of synergy, and you throw Adam Shankula on that line as well, and they, they you got a nice fearsome threesome right there. one nothing, 2-0-1 in the game on Tremblay's fourth, and uh, Elbashir's sixth assist. Trace Johnson also getting an assist, his first assist of the year. Black Bears, again, discipline being a little bit of an issue here in this one, but luckily the PK and Jack Winnicky were uh, big in defense of all that. They were able to keep the clean sheet going after 20 minutes. The second period, physicality was the big thing on this one. Both Fairbanks and Maryland throwing around the bodies a whole heck of a lot. Uh, stretch pass attempts as well for Maryland were a big to-do. Trying to get something through that neutral zone, but it led to a lot of icings. Uh, but Jack Winnicky was able to keep those out. The defense was able to keep the puck to the side. Not a lot of big threats happening in the second period. Uh, Kareem Elbashir had a big chance to run one off the crossbar but after 40 minutes, still one to nothing on the Black Bears. The pace of play in the third period really picked up on both sides of the charts uh, as the Black Bears and Fairbanks Ice Dogs trying to get things going. Fairbanks trying to get back into it uh, with only a goal down. Had some chances. Winnicky in the defense, again, huge in this one. But they, uh, the Black Bears were inevitable, as they are wont to be. And uh, a nice redirection from Jesse Horacek made it 2 to nothing off a great shot from the point from uh, Keaton Lipset. And there we go. Two to nothing in. Add another assist to Caleb Craven. Lipset has his third assist. Craven has his second assist. Horchek has his first goal. It's two to nothing. Black Bears. Moments later, not even a minute later from that, the Black Bears again pushing the play of the puck. Luke Janis puts it up to uh, Evan Sofakitis. And then that gets to Dimitri Kibru. And Kibru buries his second of the year. So Fakitas his first assist. Janice his second assist. Black Bears up three to nothing. They would keep the pressure on, keep things going, keep the uh the Fairbanks Ice Dogs on their heels. Fairbanks did 
get things going a little bit in the middle of the frame, but a big save by Jack Winnicky on a tic-tac-toe passing play from Fairbanks as a penalty was expiring. Uh, keeps it three to nothing, and while the uh, Ice Dogs put the pressure on, all was lost at the end as uh, Thomas Toff, again, putting home a nice little backhander from a nice little outlet pass from Adam Shankula and Dimitri Kibru, and then puts it home for Toff's third of the year. They have Dimitri Kibru as the primary, um, his third of the year, Luke Janis' third assist of the year. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I guess, again, like we said before last week, uh, or I think I may have said it on Twitter, that uh, it's it's kind of uh, a personal thing if you want to look into stats, but also you got to give credit where credit is due. And we'll give credit to the Maryland Black Bears as they go 4 to nothing. Jack Winnicky gets the shutout uh, win in this one. Uh, huge for him. That's his uh, fourth shutout as a Black Bear, his first of this season, 16th overall in franchise history. So Black Bears, again, on that grind, got that grind set going. They took on the Minnesota Wilderness on Friday, and this game was kind of a war of attrition, I would almost say, as the uh, the Black Bears try to get things going in, in the matchup, and it was kind of a, a back and forth. Had a big push early on, but uh, the Wilderness's uh, Lori Uberti had a, uh, Uberti actually has had a great, great game. Uh, he was able to keep a lot of the chances out in the early going. Colin Ronan, uh, however, he was able to be equal to the task. But anything you can do, I can do better. Was able to get a lot of stuff out. And guess what? Keep a lot of stuff out. And then there you go. Clean sheet after one period of play. Not much happened in there. And there we go. Second period, though. Black Bears pinning Minnesota in their own zone, creating some chances. Early power play, but nothing really to show for it in that one. But, however, the four check for Minnesota – Created a big turnover. They were they were resilient in there for checking, and it paid off for them. Harper Sealis gets one in front, hammers one home from the slot. It is one to nothing. Black Bears again trying to find the equalizer. Couple of two on O or one two on O in deep could not beat Uberti, and then it is one to nothing. Minnesota going into the third period. Black Bears again starting off a period strong, creating some uh, a lot of zone time creating some offense, just not able to break through. Minnesota trying to get an insurance goal. Ronan able to keep things out, keep the uh, the one-goal game ahead. He played, a, he played a lot of pucks in traffic, was able to track every single shot down, not letting what was in front of him be a distraction or the bodies in front of him uh, to be the distraction. Uberti was able to keep everything out from every body, he, body uh, part he could produce and just threw himself out there. Able to keep it one nothing, even with an extra attacker for two minutes. Nothing going there. Black Bears drop this one, one to nothing, to the Minnesota Wilderness. Ronan with 27 saves in uh in the defeat in this one. So we get to Saturday early morning game, the first game of the uh, of the schedule, a nine a uh, nine a.m. local time start, 10 a.m. on the East Coast, and the Black Bears take on the Shreveport. Mud bugs and the Black Bears starting things early, uh, kind of in their own then, actually. Pinned pinned by the four check of Shreveport. Shreveport trying to use their energy, trying to use their speed. That South Division, pretty pretty speedy and physical division. So they were trying to use every amount that they could to take on the Black Bears, especially in day four of four, uh, four game four of day four and every four. Uh, ben, not break for the Maryland Black Bears. A huge flurry. Uh, coming intact, and then next thing you know, it's still nothing, nothing midway through the period. But then Maryland getting things going, creating more offense. As the period went on, they were able to move 
more north-south than they had usually. They, they were able to get some zone time in there. Uh, and then even, even with uh, them pinned in their defensive zone, got a defensive zone face-off. I do believe it was from a, a save from uh, Jack Wenicke. But a great set play almost. It seemed like a set play off a face-off. Uh, Thomas, Ta- Thomas Toth able to ship it out of the own zone to himself. Streaking down the ring, finds Matthew Croxel. Croxel uh, had that pound, uh, took a shot. There you go. Dimitri Kibru on the rebound, tippy tap it in. The captain gets another one, his third of the year. And we are uh, up one to nothing. The Black Bears are t- on Kibru's third, Toth's second, and Croxel's second assist of the year. That's how they will go into the intermission as well. A big early start for the Black Bears in the second period. Only 35 seconds in. And their forecheck taking over as Jeremy Tremblay able to get his fifth of the year off a uh, uh, solid pass from Adam Shankula from the corner. Potts home his fifth of the season. Two to nothing. A power play in the early part of the second also gave Maryland a little bit of uh, oomph as Tremblay again gets his second of the game on one that seemed like it didn't go in. Uh, Tremblay knew off the bat it went in. He was celebrating. The referee pointed to the uh, to the goal. No one else kind of saw it. Everyone else thought it hit the crossbar and out, but no, that's Jeremy Tremblay's sixth of the year. Dimitri Kieber with his fifth assist. Evan Safakitis with his second assist. Black Bears up three to nothing. Jack Winicky then started to, sh- to have his own show there. Huge saves through traffic. Huge glove saves. Keeping things clean for himself. Just a couple of just big post-to-post glove saves for Wenicke. Trusting himself, trusting his range. Able to stop the mud bugs in their tracks. However, just as a penalty expired, uh, Lucas D found a loose puck in the slot. Able to find a way past Wenicke. But 3-1 uh, to one the scoreline. But even with that, the Black Bears able to hold off all the threats, including a couple more penalty kills that they had to deal with. Again, that whole situation of... Uh, Having some discipline, a little dicey at this point, early in the season, but something that needs to be nipped in the bud, I'm sure, uh, before anything else goes awry. So we enter the uh, third period after a a major was given towards the end of the second period to Shreveport. So Black Bears had a five-minute power play. They did not miss. Well, at least they got one in as Jesse Horacek comes out to the top of the circle, just lets one rip, and just goes uh, a nice low wrister, and uh, Carson Dorfman, the goalie for Shreveport, could not find it. 4-1 to one. Black Bears. That is Horacek's second of the year. Dimitri Kibru's sixth assist. Luke Janice's fourth assist. 121 into the frame. Then at 6.56 into the frame, the captain comes up clutch again as he lights the lamp for a second time in the game. A game. Solid, solid passing play between him and Adam Shankula. Makes it. Four, uh, five to one at that point. Kibru's fourth, Shankula seventh. Luca Mel, who defensively has was tremendous. He's not going to show up on the score sheet a lot, but defensively he was a hoss back there on the blue line for the Black Bears and in his own zone. He gets his first assist of the season. Black Bears up five to one. Jack Winicky then decided to take things over. Yet another big sparkling glove save late. Not able to. Uh, uh, just blink not able to blink he was just unconscious out there gets the dub gets the black bears third win of the showcase huge huge win for the black bears five to one over shreveport wenicky 28 saves in the victory for this one as the black bears on average they only let up five goals in four games this whole uh 
weekend, and three of them came in the first game. So the Black Bears really starting to find their own identity here. A big trip uh, for them going 3-1 and one once again at the showcase, uh, same as they were last year, and uh, looking pretty solid as they head through the rest of the season. The pomp and circumstances is gone. Now we can get down to business as there are decisions to be made, I'm sure, in terms of uh, roster stuff and all that other good stuff as we come down to the line here. And that move starts already as Morley Phillips on the move from the Black Bears. He got traded to the Amarillo Wranglers for future considerations. Uh, only gotten two day, two games uh, during the showcase did Morley Phillips. Did not register a point, had four penalty minutes uh, overall. So uh, a tough go at for him. He played uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Got three shots on goal on the 4 nothing victory against Fairbanks. So, uh, yeah, playing out of the Team Maryland 18U program for a little bit of last season, but majority uh, of the season playing for Team Maryland in the EHL with 17 goals and 27 points in 40 games and then lighting it up in the playoffs with 7 goals and 10 points in 7 playoff games. Big physical uh, power forward, 6'4", 216 out of Raleigh, North Carolina with Canadian citizenship. Uh, just a big guy, but uh, unfortunately a numbers game in this situation here as Morley Phillips goes to Amarillo. And uh, Black Bears get future considerations. Who the heck knows what that is? What that will be down the line, draft picks, tender contracts, who knows. But uh, that is one of the first dominoes to drop for the Black Bears as we uh, possibly look ahead to maybe some more, maybe not some more. Uh, probably maybe some more. There's the, the roster has to get down to a certain amount, so we will see how this all pans out for the Black Bears moving ahead. So Black Bears 3-1. and one. If we look at the all-way-too-early standings board, as we are one to do after six games into the season, uh, we laugh, but there's only 60 games a season, so we're almost uh, to the one-sixth point of the season. Black Bears currently sit in third place. They are behind Northeast and Maine and Rochester Junior Americans. They're looking, they're looking pretty something. In Rochester, they got an explosive offense, uh, so they could be something to deal with, and the Black Bears will deal with them this weekend. They sit in fourth, Johnstown in fifth, New Jersey in sixth, uh, Philadelphia in seventh, New Hampshire in eighth, and Danbury in ninth place. Nine teams, going to be a lot of shuffling going around, so we will have to see how this plays in the Black Bears' psyche and what they kind of do for game plans and things of that nature. Uh, so the Black Bears, like I said, they're taking on the Rochester Junior Americans. They're going up to Rochester uh, for the first time in team history. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see because, like I said, the, the Rochester uh, team has an explosive, explosive offense as uh, they have 25 goals. Of course, they've also given up 25 as well. But the uh, they have a uh, top scorer in the league right now, Massimo Gentile, uh, or Gentili. I don't know how it's pronounced in that way, but... We'll go with Gentili since it seems like an Italian surname. Uh, so, uh, Maximo Gentili with five goals and seven assists in six games. So, he's averaging two points a game. Uh, not to be outdone, uh, Matteo Disapino uh, also for Rochester, nine points in six games. Uh, erstwhile, the uh, Black Bears also have one in the top five. Dimitri Kibru with ten points in seven games. Seven games? Six games played so far. I don't think that's right. They counted... So I guess they're counting the uh, the exhibition game. Black Bears only played six games, unless Dimitri Kieber is out there playing another game that we don't know about. 
Uh, Adam Shankula also in the top ten, ranking seventh right now with a goal and eight, uh, goal and seven assists for eight points on the season. Kareem El Bashir not too far behind in twelfth with a goal and six assists. Uh, again, in seven games. Come on, guys, what are we doing here? So we'll have to maybe pitch the NAHL to fix that stuff and you know figure out where the hell we're going with all these stats. In any case, Black Bears take on a very offensive-heavy Rochester Junior Americans. You can catch all the action on NAHL TV. Um, that's where all the good stuff happens. It's, it's uh, again, like I said last week, lo- would love a cinema situation. A lot of time travel happened this weekend, and that could just be because of the bandwidth that, that you know the whole place takes up. I mean, you're running eight games at a time. Bandwidth is going to be at a premium, so can't really fault them too much for that one. So NHL TV, all your hookups there for the road tend uh, the road weekend in Rochester. Start times a little different, eight o'clock east on Friday, seven thirty east on Saturday. So you can check that out. You have a little extra time to get home, make yourself comfortable, have a nice meal, and sit down and watch the games uh, on NHL TV. Only one bit of alumni news as Wilmer Skoog. Out there in the Southeast Rookie Showcase for the Florida Panthers. Uh, got himself a nice little goal on Game 3. Sniped one home in a big victory for the Panthers. So good of him to uh, good to see him succeed. He's only in the AHL right now. He does not have an NHL contract. Uh, when he signed this past summer, it was an AHL only for the, uh, the Charlotte Checkers. So you can check out him on the checkers this season if he does uh if they do think he's wearing a call up they would have to sign him to an nhl contract and then all that fun stuff that comes with it i don't know it's a lot of legal legal mumbo jumbo a lot of contract stuff i don't know what the heck's going on so i just sit back and let them tell the news to me and then we'll figure it out and relay it to you if you already if you haven't already heard it from there so we've done it another week in the books felt like longer because we had four games across this, the week. So next week's going to be a little bit interesting. Next week I will be in uh, in route to go back home. The podcast might be a little late. Um, you might not have a lot of radio uh, activity from me. So there's that. Um, if it matters to you or what have you, there we go. But I'll be traveling from North Dakota down to Maryland in the big move as we pick up steaks here and then move steaks over there. Um, delicious, delicious steaks. Um, so if you want to keep track on all the things going on there, Defending Den MBB on Twitter, at Clutch and Crab Hockey on Facebook, and ClutchandCrabHockey.com. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. Have a great week for yourself. Enjoy it. Uh, fall is about to come in bloom, and it's going to be great for everybody involved. But until we speak next, peace.